2: Hello, people. Hello, people. How are you doing, people? Hmm? All right, here we are. We're up against the guy right now who is talking about 9,000 reasons why he's not a Christian, <laughs> and some other believers who are in Periscope. <laughs> Game on. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna share this out here in a minute. Here we go. Hey Sean. Hey Kim. Alright. Happy Thursday night, people. It's a special episode of Bible News Radio. <laughs> yeah, your sweet Lumble House has a cold now. Yeah, it's true. So do me a favor, share this out, and uh, and then we're going to talk about should Christians celebrate Halloween and, and some of the other uh, news that we have picked out for you. Now I see. Yeah, I do. There's a reason I There's a story grace is everything. Everything for my good in a way that only he could. I know it's been a while since... game over there he is my handsome hunky husband there he is are we a good-looking couple or what Those hey people. hello superhero You're good-looking
1: i'm what
2: superhero paramedic hey
1: so we're good-looking hey. and what
2: hey mia <laughs> hey we're kind of wearing the same color blue
1: yeah.
2: that's kind of cool that's unusual actually i never wear this shirt but I, I wanted to today. It's like a muscle shirt. Yeah. I took this off. You'd see how muscular I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the best is yet to come. Yeah, you did. Out of the pit, all glory to God. I will sing it again. Out of the pit, all glory to God. And the best is yet to come Yeah, it is, people, it is The best is yet to come I'm still here We're going to talk about Tuggy Bear and Grover In a minute (laughs) I'm
1: still here
2: Yeah, I am, I'm still here Contrary to a couple of you (laughs) That's a joke yesterdays are gone and the best is yet to come all my yesterdays are gone think about that it's kind of a cool lyric all your yesterdays are gone think about that huh that's a pretty cool lyric that's mandisa uh and her song i'm still here okay all right so you guys um tonight's show is only gonna be an hour um because i'm tired and Congested, which means I'm going to sound funny the whole show. I'm going to be like, sounding like I'm in a, a tunnel. <laughs> but you know what's really funny is this week, okay, so I get sick going to Utah. I get the stomach flu plus food poisoning. And then, of course, I have to travel on an airplane, two airplanes. Last couple days ago, my throat was scratchy all day, and I told Randall, I said, I'm getting a cold. I could feel it. All day it was scratchy. Then yesterday it was like, just slightly sore, and then now I'm congested, but my throat isn't sore anymore. It's not scratchy. It's now it's here, but it's mild. This is so mild compared to before.
1: And day one, somebody told you to take some immune support, you know, supplements like Airborne or something like that.
2: And did that person listen to you? No. Yeah, I did. I,
1: not, not I, on day one. I
2: no, I took it on day one. I didn't take it on day two, but I took it on day one.
1: Well, you're supposed and I to, took it today. The, from the start, keep taking it when the I symptoms first appear.
2: I should have um, Wore a mask on the plane Dude. because my immune was my my immune system was compromised. <laughs> when
1: I, was... I don't have a cold.
2: Two days from now, he'll have a cold. <laughs>
1: Could
2: be. <laughs> I hope not, because they. That's suck. the way
1: it worked with the flu. <laughs> I
2: know, right? About two uh, days after, because
1: I was fine Monday, the day we traveled, and then yeah. it was actually that evening it started to come on. And then, with
2: everything that you ate, though. And oh then my Tuesday gosh! Yeah, I was. You know, Randall. Tuesday
1: and Wednesday I was worthless.
2: Randall's a bottomless pit. What's funny about Bearface is that he, this is okay. So that how was we last eat, week right? This we... is how we eat. So, Randall. We'll eat a whole pizza. He'll just scarf down a whole pizza and then he'll add a whatever else to it. He can like he's got a a big huge stomach. He could just pack stuff in there and never get sick. no diarrhea, <laughs> nothing. me, if I eat one piece of pizza <laughs> forget it. <laughs>
1: Well, I'm not lactose intolerant. I, I have apparently. this
2: system, you know, it's so not fair. I got, what do you call that? What was it that I found out I have? Di- diverticulitis, which means I can't eat nuts, right? I can't eat anything because my colon or bowels, whatever, <laughs> it's inflamed. It's re- it's really not an uncommon thing, actually. Most women get it, you know, but whatever. Anyway, I'm doing well except for this congestion, but whatever whatever so today what i want to do is i want to thank you all um first i want to bring a couple of things to, to thank light you. so for
1: giving to our dog
2: yeah so here's the deal if you don't know our dog tuggy bear tuggy bear had to have eye surgery it was emergency eye surgery because his eye was going to explode and and then they were going to have to remove it and anyway to make a long story short It was about a $2,400 eye surgery, and that doesn't even include almost a $900 vet bill on top of it for boarding and all the emergency medication that he had to have when we were out of town. So almost $3,500 in vet bills in one week. Okay. So I asked some of my friends on Facebook if they would donate to help us with that. Cause that's a crazy, I mean, that's a nut, that's a crazy expense. And I only asked for the eye surgery. I didn't even ask for the vet bills to be covered. Well, my, my brother, my younger brother, my sister-in-law donated $500 to, to towards that bill. And then, um, a couple of you donated through PayPal and I'm not going to say who you are, but a couple of people donated, um, through PayPal. And then, um, I had somebody send me, a very sweet love gift of five dollars through the mail which touched me that totally touched me and you know who you are and i'm not telling you i'm not telling anybody who you are but that five dollars that just touches me more than you even know and then somebody i don't know who it was because somebody sent us a hundred dollar donation um anonymously they put it in a what do you call it um money order a money, money order, order. <laughs> so i opened this up i'm like Okay, there's no note, there's nothing, and I know it's for the dog, I just have that feeling that it's for the dog, and if it isn't for the dog, whoever you are, then you need to let me know, because I'm assuming it's for the dog, uh, for the surgery. So, so, needless to say, we've been given almost $800 of that $2,400, and here's the, here's the, um, some of the, the $5, and then the, the money order, Randall's going to put it there. Anyway... So here's what I want to say. I just want to say thank you. You know, uh, Randall, this has been a tough year financially for us. I mean, we have been working our buns off trying to make some money and it just one door after another, it just it just gets hit and shut. And anyway, and to make a long story short, um, you know, our... You know, just saying thank you is, isn't enough. It doesn't feel like enough, but I'm just going to say it because it's, that's all I can <laughs> do is say thank you. Um, our dogs appreciate it. Now, somebody, uh, Sean asked me about uh, Tuggy Bear, or I mean about Grover. Grover is doing fine. Grover hasn't had any health problems, praise God. He is blind. I mean, I don't know if he'd be legally blind by dog standards, but he can't see and uh anyway very well yeah not very well <laughs> he can jump and sometimes he'll smash into things and he'll sometimes he'll jump in the opposite direction of where i'm at thinking he's jumping on me and he's not which is really sad when i'm he's, pretty he's,
1: he's got cataracts yeah it's, it's pretty big
2: are, so anyway long story short grover aside from being blind is for mostly blind is is doing really well and then but Tug, he's doing really well too. Randall um, took him to the vet. Was it yesterday or Tuesday?
1: Uh, Tuesday, I think. Tuesday,
2: right? yeah. Yeah, sure, Share The update because you know because we had to take him to the vet to the the vet.
1: Yeah, the op, the veterinary ophthalmologist. <laughs> yeah. Which there's really only one <laughs> in well, the that, area. Yeah, there's they have three offices, but in the state of Tennessee, it's like the only place you can go for this kind of thing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We don't know what caused the original uh, corneal ulcer which was really a, a decimetocele because it had um, gone through decimet slayer you can look it up later if you're not familiar with eyeball um, whatever anatomy uh-huh. but uh, basically the cornea was perforated through and it had what they called rupture it didn't explode but the so anyway, um, so the surgery to try to save it, of course, was to was a conjunctival graft. Basically, take the inside of the eyelid and sew it to the cornea uh, to bring blood supply there. And that's
2: why know. his eye looks red now.
1: Yeah, because it's actually it's, a piece of yeah his eyelid that's been brought over and sewn to his eyeball.
2: It's crazy. <laughs> it really is crazy. But anyway, he can but, see better, right? That's what well, the doctor said. He could see now better.
1: Well, he said that. Well, he could. He can see. He can see through the eye. He could before as well. But you know, if if the inside of your eyeball leaks out, then you it's yeah. not going to stay in your head. And so, so you know, it was. This was kind of sort of a, sort of the last ditch after to save the eyeball. And uh, and the graft is taken really well, yeah. and it's healing up, and um, so it looks like he gets to keep his eye, which is a good thing. Um, so He's, it had the had the intended outcome, <laughs> and the uh, veterinarian did say that there's some calcification. And it kind of looks like cataract, but it's anyway in his right eye. He said that may have been what caused the um the ulcer in the left eye. Uh-huh. But uh gonna treat that ongoing with some sodium chloride ointment. And he said that should, you know, strengthen the eyes and and keep this from happening again. Um anyway, but yeah, just the fact that he remarked, you know, just at his age, Tug is fourteen. Um fourteen. Uh, fourteen and a <coughs> half, really. <laughs> Just over fourteen and a half, but is in is in really. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. Uh, oh, do you, you want to go see, off screen?
2: You should see what I just spit up. Oh, it was big. <laughs> <for>
1: your... Anyway,
2: it <laughs> was pretty gross too, actually.
1: <laughs> so he's in, he's in really good shape for, for his age.
2: For, for as old as he is,
1: and uh, yeah, just really thankful that we're able to save the eye. It would have been bummer to have to uh have that kind of expense and then not have the eye saved in which case it would have been an additional expense to uh do the <laughs> either enucleation or evacuation uh, that is taking the eye out or a large portion of it uh, because otherwise you know if you leave a, a ruptured eyeball in the socket then it turns into ultimately into a brain infection so you can't do that you got to take care of the um, (laughs) eye anyway so so good news is yeah just the one surgery and his eye is the graft is taken well and and the 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 um ulcer is is closing up and yeah. yeah
2: yeah so anyway so long story short Thank you for, for, uh, helping us out with our dog. And, um, those of you who are animal lovers, you get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Those of you who live on a farm,
1: <laughs> I got, I got a perspective from someone who grew up on a farm whose father's philosophy was, you know, let's see, $2,000 surgery or 25 <laughs> cent bullet. And, uh, <laughs> so, but, but growing up at the farm, it was different because, uh, uh, farm dogs would awfully, often, you know, get hit by cars and stuff like that. But oh. um, they live near a road anyway. Or, you know, they would get some sort of uh, life-threatening kind of injury. Yeah. And, you know, so it was... I don't know if you can put your own dog down. I don't know if that's, yeah. that's legal <laughs> in the city limits. But this wasn't life-threatening. It was eye-threatening. And so... Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well Sean says as they say, life is rough. Sometimes R U F F very funny. Uh huh. Yeah. Denny, I'm glad you're okay. Um sorry that you were in the ER. That's not always fun, is it? Say what? Denny is uh Denny Jones. Yeah. So she was well, in the ER on the fourteenth, so what three days ago. Wow.
1: That's but yeah. Well, I'm glad you're out of the ER. That's, yeah, that's, that's the good thing. Yeah.
2: Okay, so here's um here's what we're going to uh um talk about tonight we're going to talk about the question uh well wait let me finish up though with the whole thing so if you want to donate extra to us this month or donate at all <laughs> to help us with our dog vet bill so i think we owe about 1600 dollars now i think that's what it's down to about sixteen, seventeen hundred. 1700 and i know some of you are like well whatever animals deserve to die or whatever but that's not talking i'm not talking to you i'm talking to animal lovers Anyway, um, you guys know where you can do that. Um, okay, so uh, okay, so the main thing, we have a lot of news, but I really wanted to play this video of a former devil worshiper. This was over on uh, CBN News, and um, basically this guy is talking about why Christians should not celebrate Halloween. Before we see what this guy has to say... Uh, I will tell you my opinion. Uh, My opinion is that I wholeheartedly agree. I do not think Christians should be engaging in Halloween in any way, shape, or form. I hate the holiday myself. I don't like it. I don't like when churches do harvest festivals and use it to, quote, reach out to the community. I'm one of those curmudgeony type that thinks that Halloween should be completely ignored by the church. Um, and I don't think giving children candy is smart. I, um, understand the reasons why people do it. I understand the compromise that many Christians make, and that's exactly what it is. It's a complete compromise. Um, for me... I, I don't. I don't do any of it. I don't even give candy out to the kids anymore because I just don't like this day. I don't like the celebration of Halloween at all. And I know some people are like, well, you know, it's all Saints Eve, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Well, that would be great if that's what the focus was, but that's not what the focus is. So, so I'm coming from that uh, very strict conservative perspective, and it's, it's, you know, to each his own, I guess, but uh, I start the show out with a scripture that says to expose the unfruitful deeds of darkness. And I think Halloween is a, is a dark day. And I've actually thought that before I was a Christian. So um, just because somebody dresses up as a biblical character doesn't mean it's not kind of celebrating the tradition of Halloween as it is. I mean, anyway, you'll, Randall, you want to weigh in and then I, and then we'll play that video.
1: Yeah, just real quick, and following the guidelines of Christian liberty in (laughs) Romans chapter fourteen, you let let each be fully convinced in their mind. Right. You know, to the Lord he celebrates it or doesn't celebrate the day, you know, because whatever is not from faith is sin. Yeah. If if you're wholeheartedly that this is it, this is your mission, and you know, to the Lord you do it, power to you. But if there's any doubt about whether or not you should, I say don't. Yeah.
2: You know, this morning I was at a networking meeting at this restaurant. And um, in the restaurant, they had, you know, uh, warning tape. You know, the, the warning tape, the crime scene tape that you get no. at, at a crime. Anyway, they had this tape up on the thing with bloody hands, like a bloody handprint coming down. And then on the wall, they had like tombstones with funny comments on it, right? And I'm like, <laughs> I was laughing at it. Not because I thought it was funny, but I thought here they are celebrating death. They're, they're making light of it, you know, like bloody handprints on a wall. Right now, if that happened in real life as a murder scene, nobody would find that very funny, right? Because that person would, would have been murdered or, or whatever. But, but we're so desensitized to evil that the devil's made it very appealing and made it very like, oh, it's no big deal, you know. But and what I... is
1: death but the consequence of sin and and rebellion?
2: Right. And I had a friend. I have a friend who I think I already shared this, but I'll share it again. She she shared with me just a couple days ago about how this Wiccan person, a woman who is a witch basically practices witchcraft, identifies as a as a witch, um, told her that she was going to pray for her to get better and she, or do a, um, do a, um, a, a chant on her behalf. <laughs> and my friend's like, no, no, it's okay. Don't do that. You don't need to do that really. It's okay. Well, it turned out that this person did. And my friend felt this really thick darkness and it was so thick and so dark that, you know, that she said that she couldn't even remember Bible verses. And this is somebody who was raised in the church. It wasn't until she finally got out of her mouth the name of Jesus that this demonic entities left the room that she was in. And she told me, she said, I don't celebrate Halloween either. You know, uh, and this came up because another friend of ours in our networking group had all invited us to a costume party. And I'm not going to it. It's nothing personal against the person that's doing it, but... It's just not me. It has never been me. Um, I I would have been the worst Christian mother ever if I ever had children. Because I would not let them participate in anything Christian. Or not Christian, but like Halloween or none of that stuff. Um, but anyway. So, okay. So this this uh, video is a former Satanist who's actually talking about why Christians he's, should not celebrate Halloween. So why don't we watch this and then you can... Um, you can decide based on your own conscience, what you want to do. I think he makes some really good points though here. So.
0: What would you take something that is demonic and you want to slap the name of Jesus on it when Jesus ain't going to show up and bless your stuff. You know, and it, I mean, for me, if, if I was a pastor and I'm going to do a, a celebration on October 31st, I would do a play to show how the evil and the dark side of what Halloween is and how is it that you need to come to the, to the cross of Jesus Christ for your salvation. I got married in Halloween. I had a demonic wedding on Halloween. I, I mean, we talk about animal rituals. We talk about blood sacrifices. And Halloween, I had a demonic wedding because that is the devil's holiday. celebrate Halloween as a devil worshiper I'm I'm not talking to you from secondhand situation so that one of the reason Halloween is it's it is you're making soul ties you're making legal you're letting the devil own legal rights in your life you can even as a Christian you can say I'm a Christian and I love God but you're cheating on him on Halloween when you dress up for Halloween when you dress up for this demonic holiday you can dress as an angel you can dress like like a little mermaid you can dress as, you know, Casper the Friendly Ghost. When you dress up, you're giving the legal, legal rights to change your identity. Another demonic reason, Anton Levain was a person, he was the, he, he was the priest of the Church of Satan out in California, and, and he, he was a devil worshipper for many, many, many years. He had 8,000 people in his church when he started, the am not gonna call it church, his demonic building. And one of the quotes that he quoted, he said, I wanna thank every Christian parent for allowing their children at least one time a year to celebrate my holiday and this is coming from the devil's mouth so another reason celebrating Halloween is such a um, I would say I would say, it's such an eternal mistake it's because you not only cursing yourself and you opening your doors to devils whether you're then that, that means non, the devil doesn't own you if you marry and you're celebrating Halloween, the devil owns your marriage, he owns your children, he owns your house, he owns your finances, that means he owns real estate in your life because you have opened the door to the devil one time of the year. I don't see how Christians want to be part of darkness. I don't see, one of the, another reason, I, 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 it's like saying, I don't see Satanist people saying, hey John, Good Friday's coming, can I come to your church? Could I come celebrate Good Friday with you? Because you know I, that's the right thing to do. I I am I think that I should go there and celebrate the the the, 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 the 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 finished work of the cross, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I want to be part of that. I don't hear them. I don't hear Satanists, you know, packing our churches on Good Friday. I don't see that. So why what? Why are we running, and celebrating something that the Satanists? Are, are laughing at us another reason i see i see i don't know i think that the, the whole key of halloween is the demonic the rituals the celebration uh the, the 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 music every when you go to club house party or even even sometimes we take halloween and we take we bring it into our churches we dress people up as noah we dress people up as abraham but is that really God is is, is that really in the Bible I mean I understand you say we celebrate harvests yeah well harvests are so I don't need pumpkins in my house pumpkins ain't gonna get me to heaven and me putting pumpkins in my door and candles in my door, it's like me putting food in my door, but I don't want stray dogs to come to my door. When you put pumpkins in your door and you put you put candles or you put candles or, or you put these kind of, you dress up your house in Halloween, you call yourself a Christian, really, the reality of it, you telling the devil you got legal rights over my house because I dressed it up, I made a contract with you, and now you're more than welcome to come into my house. That means you grieve the Holy Spirit, you grieve the things of God, you grieve your walk with God and everything that God has for you, every blessing that God has for you, every opportunity God has for you, you just cancel your assignment. But I'm going to tell you from the devil, ex-devil worship of 25 years. You know, a lot of these candies that you, you give your kids and you buy in the stores in Halloween, they are prayed for. These candies are prayed for over de- demonic. People have prayed over these candies. They know what they're doing. They pray over these costumes. They know what they're doing. I mean, I live in the city, hand right? And they, and they rent the store, right? Every year, they rent the store. You know how much the rent in that store costs for the month of, 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 of October for them to sell costume? $30,000 a month. How is it they got this kind of money to rent a store, to sell costumes? These costumes are pray for the demonic. And if you have opened the door to your children on this situa- on this demonic s- situation, circumstance, or celebration, or a holiday, what they call a holiday, I call it demonic, if you have opened your door and you today, you see that your kid has waiver. Your kids have left the things of the Lord. Your thing is not. your kids are no longer functioning in the in the Holy Spirit. You need to repent, you need to renounce, you need to cut the rope, you need to give the devil an eviction notice and ask God, Lord, forgive me. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we destroy we work your darkness, Father God, every bad decision that we have made. Father God, shed light in the hearts of parents and, and churches, Lord, today in the name of Jesus Christ. We break every stronghold. We break every demonic bondage of Halloween, Father God. We said that we give the devil an eviction notice today in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, right now, in the Jesus Christ, every household that is under the, my voice today watching this video, it's not a coincidence. This is a divine appointment to cancel the devil and say yes to jesus christ over this demonic holiday lord jesus christ set your people free open their hearts to see the demonic side of who halloween is and this is the devil's holiday and we don't celebrate the devil we celebrate jesus christ until he calls home in jesus name amen
2: so that video is courtesy of cbn news as you can see there um and uh And so this is, it's interesting, um, it's interesting considering who's saying it, right? So uh, just to recap what he said, he gave five reasons. Number one, legal rights, basically saying you give the devil legal, legal rights, uh, to do that. Number two, it's eternal mistake, which, well, duh. (laughs) Three, uh, you know, he's talking about how Satanists celebrate it now. The thing, the main thing there that's, that stood out to me was when he said, you know, it's interesting that you don't see Satanists coming into the church to celebrate Good Friday. Isn't that interesting? I mean, you really think about that, okay? Because we have Christians, like, you know, the whole point, you know, the whole church is buying into the system of the world by just calling Halloween something like a harvest festival, right? I thought I thought that was a very, very interesting point because you would never see a Satanist come into a Good Friday service because the whole point of Good Friday was to defeat the works of the devil. Uh, so, of course, Satanists would never do that. But yet Christians bow at the altar of paganism in Wicca and evil... I mean, the celebration of evil. And just because, just because, you know, um, you know, parents dress their children as cute little angels or whatever, it, it doesn't mean that it's biblical. It doesn't mean that it's right. But again, what Randall said about the whole conscience things. All right. So he said the fourth thing was bring it into the churches. Need we see more? I mean, we have so much of the world in the church. That's why so many people are have left the church. (laughs) And then the last thing is demonic candies. Now, I thought that was interesting, um, because I mean, aside from the you know the fact that thirty thousand (laughs) dollars to rent out these places to to give people sugar, you know, first of all, the candies aren't good for us. They're not good for you. They're not good for me. They're definitely not good for children. Sugar is like the the number one thing people are addicted to um, but you know that was just an interesting thing so what do you think Randall aka Bareface which isn't your real name yet but we might get a <laughs> yeah, change from nah to the I'm shield. not gonna get a change come on you should get you should get a change yeah, Bareface no. Harp Bareface Randall Harp maybe
1: posthumously but um...
2: yeah anyway uh... <laughs> the Lord will come when when you're when you're with Jesus Jesus is gonna say Bearface really was your real
1: name. Mm, I, I <laughs> He's going to hand
2: you a stone with your name on it. You're going to look down and it's going to say, What? Bareface. No, but it's,
1: <laughs> that's a name that no one else knows. So it can't be that.
2: I know. True.
1: Right. But, uh, yeah, I'm totally...
2: Uh, It'll be like...
1: I was totally you know. struck by the, uh, you know, there's no Satanist coming to church on Good Friday or, you know... They probably don't. Certainly don't show up on Easter. Maybe you know it's maybe I'm I'm sure. Good point. I'm sure there are Satanists that you know under the cover of darkness you know creep in, you know unaware you know so they can take positions of uh, leadership within a congregation, within a denomination to uh, corrupt it and undermine it, but. Uh, you know, as, as a broad movement, but you can drive through here down the streets of the Bible Belt <laughs> and see plenty of houses that have, you know, church-going folk uh, that have their houses decked out and, and ghosts and tombstones and skeletons and things like that that celebrate death, which is, you know, the wages of sin. The wages of sin is death and you know it's it's death uh came through a rebellion and rejection of god you know death entered the world it's not something to celebrate you know, we should be celebrating life um and eternal life
2: well what do you what do you think of like a church let's say a church went all out And they decided that they were going to do like a haunted house, but it was really all about hell and the eternal destruction, going to hell and stuff. If you reject Jesus, do you think that 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 is acceptable on Halloween to like point out the eternity of the devil and where people go when they don't receive the Lord?
1: If there's a powerful message attached to it, I mean, there's a sermon. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's okay. Like he said, you know, if if we're going to say anything about the day, let's point out. That that evil is evil, and mm. and uh, right, that, I'm
2: yawning. I'm tired, you guys. Just so you know, I'm tired, but
1: you know that our Lord conquered. You know the the workers uh, of darkness conquered Satan, and you um, know redeems people from eternal death, etc. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to use an object lesson like that, I would say that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. If it's, yeah. But
2: most people don't. Most churches don't do that. They just say, like, let's have a carnival, we'll We'll call it a harvest harvest festival, and then we'll play games, we'll give out a lot of sugar Mm -hmm. to all the kids, Mm -hmm. and maybe the gospel track. And I know some churches say that people get saved as a result, which, you know, God can do anything, so it's not that people can't, but the question is, should.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it does seem like a, a compromise. I think the it,
2: problem is, I'll, I'll say this first. I, you know what I think the problem is? I think the problem is that Christians don't know witches or those involved in Wicca and witchcraft and Satanism, and they don't know actually how dark that side really is. That's what I think. <coughs>
1: Yeah, it's like, well, you know, we'll give the kids a safe environment, you know, do the same people say, well, you know, teens are going to be promiscuous, promiscuous, we'll give them condoms, you know, for safe sex. You know, how is it different to say, well, kids are going to go out and, you know, do this trick or treating, we'll, we'll give a a safe alternative of this, you know, trunk or treat or whatever. It's still giving homage, if you will. Homage to Homage. to the to the satanic origins yeah i hesitate to say cause, you know the name halloween hallow's eve hallow's even is the is the roman catholic name put on the pagan uh celebration of samhain um but at the end of the day, it's still
2: yeah. and, Wayne, and but, honestly, I mean, it's cute to see kids come up in little costumes and hold out their little bucket of jack-o'-lantern, plastic pumpkin thing, you know, asking for. They go twigger tweet, you know. And but if they understood the darkness of that, I don't know.
1: And right. the jack-o'-lantern itself, right? That's a whole nother show, right?
2: Anyway, it's just the thought. We're not judging or condemning anybody. If you do, I get it. I understand. There's controversy over it. I just, I just thought that, um, you know, that, uh, uh, you might want to watch that video and, and Ken Nibs, um, I'm not going to say that name because I'm not an idiot, but you clearly are. You think we're stupid enough to say that name? Give me a break, dude. You're an idiot. Idiot with a capital I. Yeah, you are. Just so you know. Um, Okay, so Sean says, some churches think they have to do something so the sheep won't go out trick-or-treating. Well, they do anyway. I mean, like my church. I go to a Baptist church, and right now they're collecting candy for Halloween. In fact, here in Spring Hill, where we live...
1: Ball festival. The...
2: the... It, it, here in Spring Hill, one of the funny things that cracked... I couldn't believe when I first moved here was, number one, Halloween decorations are everywhere. In California, nobody ever decorated. Not like here. Here, you have people's houses with witches, full-on brooms. and I mean, all these things. And I'm like, this is the Bible Belt, people. This is supposed to be, you know, a... <laughs> Holy Land, right? I mean that's kind of what I was thinking when I moved here, but apparently that's not really the case um, yeah, but anyway I, that it just kind of kind of surprised me Speaking of Tennessee though, I also wanted to bring to your attention in case uh you didn't know and I Randall, I actually didn't um give you this info, but I did post this on my my um Facebook page yesterday and I just want um bring my bring your attention to it uh so. So first of all, there's two data breaches you need to, well, there's one huge data breach you need to know about that I don't think I've talked about. Number one, Yahoo email. <coughs> Yahoo email was breached. And uh, there is a, um, a data breach settlement through Yahoo email. Now, of course, I know some people use Yahoo. Most people I know use Google. Um, which has also been breached, and yet there still is not a settlement for for Google yet. We'll see when that happens. Um, but just really fast, I want to let you know: it says here, if you had a Yahoo account anytime between 2012 and 2016, you may be entitled to part of a 117.5 million dollar proposed settlement after a series of data breaches uh, yeah. and intrusions from 2012 to 2016. <coughs> Ugh, this is why I hate doing a show when I have a, a throat like this. Um. <coughs> anyway, so if you want info, I'll just tweet out this article. And then you can click through if you happen to be a Yahoo customer, okay? This is why you need ID Shield as to protect your identity. And I'm not kidding. We do. And those of you who have it, you're you're smart for having it. Okay, also, there was a brand new report put out by, um, I'm trying to see who's who put it out. Uh, <coughs> but anyway, it's on wallethub.com. You can go there. And it's titled, 2019 States Most Vulnerable to Identity Theft and Fraud. I live in Tennessee, and we are number 14 <laughs> on on the list. We're 14. Tennessee is 14. Again, this is the Bible Belt. So we're 14 on the list for fraud and identity theft. So I'm not sure where the Christians are in this state. It's probably because all the people from from Illinois and Chicago and Michigan, Detroit and um, parts of Pennsylvania, a lot of liberal wackos that come down and they moved here to the conservative Bible Belt. They're the ones that are doing all this. I'm sure of it. (laughs) Don't hate me. No, actually, we have some good. There's some good believers in those states. But, you know, the heathen have come to the south to corrupt people. Yeah, they have. Actually, the number one state, the number one state for fraud is the District of Columbia. There we go. Does that surprise anybody? Does it? (laughs) never Uh,
1: find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy
2: the number two state is california which is a which is a reason i left california that wicked socialist communist marxist run government state uh it's actually california is actually number one in identity theft um it's number two in the overall rank of fraud and identity theft third is nevada um Fourth, New Hampshire, which I didn't even know people live there. <laughs> Fifth, South Carolina. Sixth, Delaware. Seven, Louisiana. Eight is Texas, another conservative place, generally speaking. So, Texas is eighth in fraud and identity theft combined, number three in identity theft. So, if you live in Texas and you're not covered with our identity theft protection, I highly recommend it, just so you know. Number nine is New York, my birth state. 10 is Florida, which that's surprising. It's 10. I thought it would be higher than that. Uh number uh Georgia is eleven. South Dakota is twelve. North Carolina is thirteen. Tennessee is fourteen. Montana is fifteen, bareface. Hard to believe, right? And then you got Minnesota, Oregon, Illinois, New Jersey, Connecticut, Alabama, Pennsylvania, Arizona, Colorado, Maryland, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Mississippi, Idaho, Utah, Ohio, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, Wisconsin, Alaska, Washington, New Mexico, Nebraska, Iowa, North Dakota, Missouri, Maine, Arkansas, Hawaii, Kansas, Oklahoma, West Virginia, Vermont, Wyoming, and... The 51st state, which, you know, they counted D.C. in this list, so it's really number 51. Kentucky is the place where you want to live, where there is virtually no fraud <laughs> ever, and it's 51 on identity theft. So if you if you don't want to, you know, be breached, most likely you should go move to Kentucky or Wyoming, because who lives there? I mean, seriously. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, so this is an interesting report, and it's good to good to know that. And my nose is now running. Can you guys see my nose running? Right there. It's running. Anyway, my nose is running, which is not a good thing. Anyway, speaking of this, uh, Legal Shield Identity Theft Protection um, is something that we are still offering here. I am in my 10th month of performance club, which means this. Which means for 10 months in a row, I have met my goal to be in Performance Club, which means that I earn a $65 bonus. Now, here's the thing, you guys. Once I'm in this for one year, 12 months, that $65 bonus increases to $185. If I fall out of Performance Club, it means I literally have to start back at square one. And then do another whole year before I can get that bigger bonus. So I need one more membership, one more full membership this month to stay in Performance Club so that we can continue to move toward that bigger bonus, which will help us support Bible News Radio and, you know, pay, pay vet bills <laughs> and, and buy food for us. So if it's something that you've been considering, um, I just ask, get in touch with me. And let me sign you up this month so that we can stay in Performance Club, but even more so protect you and get you your legal protection, get your will done, uh, get you traffic ticket protection, and get your identity theft protected. Um, and I can give you more details on all that. So just contact me directly if that's something you want to do. Um, I have been working really, really hard Uh to keep these goals in mind in order to, to get that and get those bonuses so that we can, you know, do what we're doing. I mean, the whole reason we cut back this show was so we can earn more money. And so those of you who do support us every month, thank you. That really helps. And this, this will actually help too. It's a great way to support us because you get a great product that protects you. And, um, you know, and it supports us. So, you know, you win both ways. So, um, <clears throat> so I will say that also, of course, Ariel Ministries is our sponsor, which is a, a wonderful thing, at least through the end of the year. So please continue to patronize them and, and, uh, <laughs> or is it patronize? Oh, don't patronize me. No <laughs> patronize them. Um, and buy their stuff right now. They have some stuff on sale. You should go check it out. And of course, Hanukkah is coming up. Christmas is coming up. Uh, These products, their resources make great, great, great gifts and great stuff for your library. And you can save 20% when you use the coupon coupon code Bible news. Um, I highly encourage you to do it. Um, and that shows Ariel that our audience appreciates them and keeps, you know, and you're getting some good stuff. So I would encourage you to, um, to do that as well. Uh, All right. So there's that. And of course, you can donate to our website too, BibleNewsRadio.com. Um, all right. So I want to share this other story too, since our time is almost up here. Um, there is an article that was published today. Um, it's titled, They Didn't Want to Listen, Teacher Fired for Not Using Transgender Pronouns Speaks Out. Now, this is sad. This... If, if somebody told me, I don't know, 30 years ago when I was in my twenties, 21, let's say 21 years, like 30 years ago, I was 21. Um, if somebody had told me, you know, when you're 51, Stacy, their teachers are going to be fired for actually referring to a child, like a girl as she, (laughs) uh, and, and and they're going to be fired for referring to a boy as he, because let's say the boy didn't want to be called a he, then you know all that, right? I'd be like, are you kidding me? Really? I mean, that's insane. Like thirty years from now, that, I mean, that's not a long time, right? And yet, that's exactly what's going on here. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. So Let's look at this article. It says here, a high school French teacher, who's sung or suing rather, the Virginia school district that fired him. Because they opted to use a trans identified student's chosen name uh, instead of their preferred pronouns is blasting the district's decision. In a scathing op ed published by The Washington Times on Tuesday, uh, Vlaming, I guess that's the name, spoke out against the West Point School Board's decision, saying that officials did not want to listen to his side or the perspectives of his supporters. They didn't want to listen to my students and their parents or to the clear directives of our state constitution and Virginia law or to what I tried to explain to them with my words and in the way I lived out my professional life on the West Point High School campus. Indeed, the administrators proved themselves deaf to virtually everything but the current political mandate, which decrees that only one perspective on gender identity is to be accommodated. Uh, According to Vlaming, he allowed his female student who identifies as male to use a male French name during class and agreed to not refer to the student with feminine pronouns. Though I'd been trying hard not to offend this student, it wasn't enough. When school officials understood that I wasn't proactively using male pronouns with this female student, they told me that I'd have to immediately make a concerted effort to do so or risk losing my job, he continued. Using the wrong pronouns would mean denying not only my faith, but objective reality. What's more, it would mean sacrificing my freedom of conscience. Last month, Flaming filed a lawsuit against the school board, seeking a permanent injunction reinstating him and a permanent injunction stopping officials from punishing staff for their views on gender identity. Flaming is being represented by the Alliance Defending Freedom, a conservative law firm that specializes in religious liberty litigation. You know, and I have talked about this for a decade at least, probably closer to 15 years on this show. I have talked about this time and time and time and time and time again. I have talked about this. I've warned about this. I have, I have explained that this isn't the LGBT lobby is a bully and and they're evil. They really are evil. I mean, the true sense of the word evil—they're evil. They have, you know, it, it's like the emperor has no clothes. Only the child would call that out. Hey, how come that guy has no clothes? What? Oh no, no, he has. What? Why are you saying that? You dumb kid. What? I mean, what the heck? <laughs> when you can't talk objective reality,
0: <clears throat>
2: and you can lose your job over it, something is very wrong. And think about this, bareface. I know you would totally concur with this. But we are the only species that God created that are this stupid. I have never heard a dog go, "Well, I'm really a cat, you know, and 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 if Lord. you call me a dog, I'm going to piss you. I'm going to piss on you <clears throat> and I'm going to I'm going to lift my leg <clears throat> and I'm going to prove to you I'm really a cat and I'm going to I'm going to scratch your <clears throat> your eyes out. I have never heard an animal like claim they were something that they're not i've never seen it in the fish world or the bird world either and i've never seen it in the insect world or anywhere else and and it's just absolutely freaking crazy that we're the only thing that was created in god's holy image we have the image of the creator imprinted in us and yet we're the stupidest people because we allow dumb idiots out there in the lgbt lobby to bully us into saying, well if he wants if that boy wants to call himself a she and a girl then you just have to kiss his little butt and yeah. and call him that because otherwise you're gonna hurt his little feelings yeah. and it's just uh, i am it's, a middle-aged curmudgeon people i admit it because it's completely insane okay, i think it's
1: insane that we're using language <laughs> like here you know, last month, Blaming filed a lawsuit against the school board seeking a permanent injunction, reinstating him and a permanent injunction, stopping officials from punishing staff for their views on gender identity. This, this isn't a view on gender identity. It's this reality. Is, this is reality. This I, is the. These are objective facts that this that this young woman is a young woman. She's she's a female and. He's gone as far as the article states to let her use a a masculine <laughs> name in French class. When I was in French class in high school, we I, I had to adopt French names.
2: Okay. So that's kind of... A
1: that was topic. Francois. Anyway. You were
2: Francois? Francois. Also known as Bareface. Oui. <laughs>
1: you
2: non. went by Francois, huh? Francois. Wow. I've known you almost 30 oui. years, and this is the first time I've anyway, heard this. Anyway. Um, Francois. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so um, I didn't learn that in French class.
2: But when he does that, it just does something to me. Okay. <laughs> Especially when he's up to my ear and he does
1: that. Damn it. Anyway, but and but he's gone as far as letting her use the masculine name but but does not use Masculine pronouns when he refers to her, just refers to it by a proper name,
2: <sighs> yeah,
1: and you know he'll say something I imagine you know, um <laughs> ask so and so you know, ask Pierre,
2: ask Waldo no I'm just kidding
1: for the for the paper, not ask her right you know not ask him, so avoiding it's like okay fine you can use at least you're using a french name in a french class right. but but i'm not going to use masculine pronouns <laughs> but you know apparently wasn't using feminine pronouns either it seems like a nice happy compromise which there should not be any it's at so all stupid you should not be affirming a child in their delusions in a,
2: in our day when we were young kids if if I had gone to my school and said, you know, I'm really a boy, please call me a boy, they would have sent me to counseling.
1: Right. And rightly so. And they
2: would have said, "What's going on with your family? Maybe we should send a social worker yeah, out there to you Exactly. Know. But now it's absolutely completely ridiculous.
1: You know, because because teenagers, you know, have have their lives together and they can make you know life altering decisions like pretending to be another gender the opposite gender there's only two just so you know but anyway two yeah less less than four minutes left
2: oh yeah so there we go all right so um that 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 my nose is running (laughs) okay so what what um What of the other stories I gave you would you like me to cover? Um I should have brought a Kleenex in here. <sighs> well, let's see some comments that came through. Um, okay, so let's see, I'm gonna scroll back up here. I'm sure some of these people have left. Hi, Gideon. So Okay. Some churches think they have to do so okay. Oh yeah. What? God, can you leave me alone? Gee, why are you scratching me? What? Okay. My cat. People. I know. Okay, so let's see here. Don't mess with Chicago. <laughs> Michelle Myers. I don't know who that is. Is back. Okay, I don't even know. Jesus, don't give a. If we cuss or not, as long as we believe. Oh, actually, you might want to read your Bible. Although, okay, so no, no. What's Halloween? Laugh, laughing sign. Yes. Blessings from Wisconsin. <clears throat> well, thank you. I didn't know people lived in Wisconsin. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> My favorite talk show host, Janet Parshall, came from there, I believe. From She's a Wisconsin person. And she got corrupted when she went to Washington, D.C. And lived in the Bible, the the belt, the belt of... uh, beltway. The, the beltway. Yeah, that's what I meant to say.
1: Has nothing to do with the Bible belt.
2: Jeannie Stein from Georgia uh, it's a said... a hive of scum and villainy. She, she said that if you were a true Christian, and I believe you should not celebrate Halloween, that is the devil's holiday. He laughs at Christians that celebrate it. <clears throat> And then Jason, he said only he he said only to get the good candy from the neighbors. But that's where I draw the line. <laughs> Which is another question: Should adults go trick or treating? At how old should you draw the line for going and begging for candy at people's houses? Just curious. I mean, you guys have a thought on that? I personally think if you're going to trick or treat, I think you should draw the line at. At 12. Yeah. Once you're a teenager, you shouldn't be able to trick-or-treat, in my opinion. But I don't believe in trick-or-treating anyways. <laughs> but but anyway, whatever. Do you have any thoughts on that? No? Yes, maybe? Oh, um... yes. Before I forget, I got to tell you guys, this is a good way to close the show. This book here, the the... Nonprofits Guide to the Book of Revelation by Todd Hampson, Bible Prophecy for Everyone. This book here is from Harvest House Publishers. It's really nice. It actually has quite a few pictures in it. I don't know if you can see. You can't really see them, but but Todd, I met last year. I think it was last year at the Oklahoma Prophecy Conference that I went to. Uh, with Bob Ulrich and Gary Stearman and those those guys. And uh, Todd, I interviewed on the show. We got like a interview with him somewhere. Like a little five minute one. Anyway, he is going to come on our show next week. Next weekend, he's going to be my guest and we're going to be talking about this book. And I have one to give away to a lucky viewer in our audience. Yeah, I do. But you will have to watch the show when I do the giveaway. So, be forewarned. Already, I have one to give away because they sent me two copies, and I'm going to obviously keep one for me, but uh, yeah, this is pretty cool. It's it's very cool, and Todd actually is an author, illustrator, and animation producer. In addition to founding Timbuk Tunes, LLC, he's an award-winning animation company, uh, which is an award-winning animation company. He has produced artwork and animation for clients such as Phil Vischer, The Salvation Army. Uh, Compassion International and the National Archives. Todd and his wife uh, have three high school and college-age children and make their home in Georgia. You can learn more at toddhampson.com, and you can see the name there at the bottom. I think. Wait, where is it? No, it's right there. Yeah, right there. Todd. Toddhampson.com. Son of Hamp. Yeah. He's funny, but he is going to be a great guest, and we're talking about the non profits guide to book of Revelation. Love it! I love the non profit title there; it's hilarious. Um, and he will. He worked with Phil Vischer, who was with Mike Naroki way back in the day at Big Idea when they produced Veggie Tales. So this guy's got a lot of talent and a lot of good stuff under his belt. So he is going to be live on Zoom. Uh, with me next Saturday, I believe it is. He's going to be my guest Saturday next, not tomorrow, not two days from now, but next week. So mark your calendar for Todd. Uh, It's going to be fun. It's going to be a great interview. So, okay. All right. So with that said, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, of course, we thank you for your prayers as well. I appreciate prayers for my nose and my health. That would be really good. And, um, of course, Tuggy Bear needs keep, he, he needs our prayers. Um, and, uh, and we'll see you tomorrow night. All right. Tomorrow night, same time, 8 PM central time. Don't forget. You can subscribe to my text message list by texting Bible news to three, three, two, 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 or go to biblenewsradio.com. You can sp- subscribe to my email list there as well. Okay. And of course, any feedback you want to send me, you guys can send it to me various ways through social media. Everything is Bible news, radio, I am the only one that uses it. I'm the only one that sees it. So you can send it through Facebook, Twitter, uh, wherever. (laughs) Not that hard. So, uh, yeah. So thanks for tuning in. I hope you have a good night. We'll see you tomorrow. Remember, be bold, stand up people, and go. Go with God, people, because he loves you. Yeah, he does.